episode 26 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about two-player games. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Aaron and I talk about a couple of two-player games, Royal Visit and The Princess Bride I Hate to Kill You. We've acquired more of these two-player games recently, so this will be the first of a few episodes highlighting them. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Aaron talking about two-player games. So I have a, a, a fun pop quiz for you. Is this the... This is it. Oh, we're starting. Yeah, I have a fun pop quiz for you. Okay. Do you know the line? So we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about The Princess Bride, I Hate to Kill You, and then we're going to talk about Royal Visit. Yes. For The Princess Bride, I Hate to Kill You, do you know the next line in the film? Uh, it's like, you seem a good man, I hate to die. It's uh, like, it's something like that. So... It's I hate to kill you. I hate to die. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but doesn't he say yeah, you, you like great, you seem a good man? I hate to kill you. So you really, the next line is you, you seem. A I'm not man. saying that now. I won. You did win. You I did a great yeah job. yeah. Um. So yes, we're talking about two player only games. So we're gonna start doing. We have. I reorganized the board games. It seems like it comes up on every. With the new shelves? With the new shelves. I know. It seems like it comes up on every podcast. Is this but one coming up before or after the one I already mentioned the new shelves on? It's hard to say. Uh, so, but just know, really enjoy, I'm really enjoying the new shelves. I reorganized the board games. I put all of the two-player only games together. We've collected more of them than I thought. Makes enough sense because, you know, we live together. Pandemic. You, you, you go for what you can play. Um, we didn't really get into this category of games at all before. We always play with three or four players. Yeah, and I mean, we've lived together for over a decade. so Hardly played games when other people weren't here. That is true for a long time. Um, so now we have a pretty good collection of two-player-only games, and we're going to start doing some reviews. Kind of These are kind of review episodes, kind of just chit-chat episodes, and we'll talk about two two-player games in each one. Yeah. So this is Princess Bride, I Hate to Kill You and Royal Visit. I think we've maybe talked about Royal Visit a little bit before, right. but we're going to start with Princess Bride, as you already did. The title, as you pointed out, and I correctly won, comes from a quote yes, in the yes, game. Yes, you're very smart. Yeah. Now, when you play the game, the rule book does suggest that you there's like quotes on your cards it suggests that you should say the quotes to one another before you start aaron is realizing that we've never done that because i i feel like you've you've stolen the experience of the game from me listen i think that i am really encouraging you to play more new games and you have any interest in doing so it's nice for me to pick ones that have some kind of other significance for you so I feel like I'm doing a great job by playing the Princess Bride game in the first place. Didn't add in the quotes. But what you're doing in this game, you have a, it's a dice game, kind of like a dice battle game. You have red, orange, and yellow dice. They have some blank sides and some sides with swords on them. The yellow dice just have one sword on maybe three sides. The orange dice have, I think... Uh, I think it's one, one sword, sword on one two, sword, sides, two sides yeah. and then a double sword, like cross swords, like an X on one side. And then the red dice have two cross sword sides and one single sword side. Yeah. So the so, red ones are more dangerous. The red ones are more dangerous. The yellow ones are, are not. It's the Count Ruin dice. 
So you have a character, which we had played this before. We played it again and then realized that the different characters actually do have different we, yeah, abilities. We thought, the, the, we thought they'd all be the same. We played with similar. two characters that were really close. And so we thought that the abilities were, were the same, but they had different flavor text. Yeah. But then I played with the giant and he doesn't have a thing where you get to pull your cards back. Yeah. And I played with, was it? You Count? played with Count Rugen, which I was yeah, you appalled were, by. You were very upset. Six and finger I, man. Yeah, I did. I didn't know. Um, and yeah, he also had you different. My father. Gosh, we're gonna get Prepared through this. Yeah, we're gonna get through this. So in the game, you have one like character card that has five, four, three, two in the four corners of the card, and a picture of the character in the middle. And on the back side, it has one, and that is your health. Right. So you both start with the five health, like they're oriented. So when you have the card, like the five is. Uh, yeah, it's like the way I would keep score in euchre. Yeah, you turn the card and then the four is if the four is straight up and then you turn it again. Yeah, it's so, not exactly like that, but we get the idea. You're, yeah, you're, ro- you, you're orienting you the, cards, the cards. You're scoring for for how much health it's, you have left. It's a fun little scoring mechanic. Yeah, how much health you have left. So really, you're dying as you turn. Yes, yes, not yes. scoring. And you roll the dice and then you see you kind of see who rolled what. So let's say, you know, maybe Aaron rolled three and I rolled two. Then you have a hand of cards that gives you some kind of manipulation or a bluff. A bluff card always comes back into your hand, and that just means you don't manipulate the dice at all. That could be because you have a great roll, or that could be because you are, in fact, bluffing, and you want the other person to do whatever they're going to do and maybe mess things up. If you use one of your other cards, it might be something like change the face of your opponent's die or change the face of your die or re-roll all of a certain die. Things or like this. regain health. Can be regain health for some of the characters. So then you each play a card. You reveal them at the same time. They also have numbers on them and that determines who does what first. So there was one point at which I did a card and like the numbers that we had, it made my card completely useless because you were the order of your card and the action it was like oh i i wasted this card yeah my initiative allowed me to like take away the dice that you were going to manipulate right and i had to manipulate a dice that had a sword on it or something like that right um so that is after you play those cards out you resolve those cards and then whoever has more swords against the other person scores a hit on that person so the opponent has to turn their card and lose a health and then the person who scored the hit has to take one of their dice that is showing a sword on it and set it aside. And now they have less dice. So one person has less health, the other person has less dice. You keep going until someone. Uh, it's a little rubber. Dies. It's a little rubber bandy. It's. Uh, I think yeah. it's a really like if you're like, oh, what's a random dice throwy game? Like it's better than. Yeah. Other. It's better like, than zombie throw, dice. It's, be- it's better than zombie dice. But it's it has a se- similar feeling because you have you know zombie dice has a green a yellow and a red like it has a similar feeling where yeah you are just kind of throwing dice to see what happens but this is versus it is two player only and having those cards does allow you to do just a little bit of strategy but it's not as it's similar to but then also not the same not as like complex as the war of the what's the other one we play age of war age of war i almost put that one with this one because they were both um dice games yeah but that one is not a two-player only game so well i would say play age of war with people who are game players but you could play i hate to kill you with anybody like it's it's pretty accessible oh yeah 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 and it's it plays in seven to ten minutes it go it could go the only reason it goes longer is if you both have characters that 
really help you regain health and kind of pick cards back up. Right. Because otherwise it's going to come to kind of a natural conclusion. It Once you get to the end, you can you always have to have one dice. Yeah, so one you don't die. lose die at the end. And then you always have to have your bluffing card. Yeah, you I always think. have your bluff card and you always and then, So you can't just, all you yeah. have is your bluff card. We know what you're doing. Yeah. But it's we, not gonna we last haven't long. found that it got down that low. We usually one of us dies before it mm-hmm. gets to And we previously had ones where you take your dice back. Yeah, but we didn't get it we didn't have get your dice back mechanics this time. Not as much or we take your cards to, back. And then we didn't. Yeah. And then we used all of our But it dice. was still really I feel like we haven't played nearly every combination available, but now we've played a couple different combinations. And I think it's like just different enough that it stays fun. And that seven to 10 minutes means you, honestly, we took it to a restaurant to play it. Yeah. And yeah. Our, they brought our food out too fast. But usually you should be able to finish a game before you of it before you get your food. And it's, you know, being a small two-player game, it's a great thing to throw, you know, throw in a bag for going out to eat on date night and just play that quickly you know before you're right for sure so yeah we've we've enjoyed that one a lot i don't even remember where i got it um it's been out apparently since 2016 i thought it was new but it is it's not at all oh so yeah i don't really remember where i even where i even bought it but i can't imagine it was very much it's a very it comes in an appropriately sized box, which is always a plus. So yeah, that's I Hate to Kill You. Moving on to Royal Visit. Like I said, we might have talked about this one before. It's a re-implementation of a uh, Reiner Knizia game. I think the original game was called Times Square. And the theme of it was fine. It's a reminder that like... Really, this is just, you know, these are just pieces and cards. It could be anything. But you were like between two nightclubs in the original game. You're between like two nightclubs. And it's when Times Square, I think it was replicating when Times Square was like not cool. Um, Like was real gross. You're between two nightclubs and you're like trying to get a lady to come into the club and there's like bouncers and stuff. Oh, it's this not, is way better. Th- I would not. I mean, this still speaks of monarchy and, and oppression of, of, sure. of lesser folks, but still it's way better there's than that. There's not really oppression in well, Royal I mean, Visit. We're not talking about it, but they are monarchs. Oh, okay. It's just inherent. Um, Never so, getting outside between their guards. So even though the monarchy is a very common board game theme, I think what makes this game seem so lovely is that the art is fantastic that's not what you can say for the original Times square version the art is mediocre we'll put it lightly so in royal visit you have a king there's a jester and a wizard mm-hmm. and then there's two guards that kind of go with the king and you are on opposing ends of this long board, and the board is actually like a tapestry. Yeah, it actually it looks like a a, a a a very artfully designed and skinny football field. That's how I think of it. Well, you do well at the game, and I see how you could think of it like a football field because there are like skinny segments. And there's that definitely are a red up. zone. There is a red. Z- I'm so glad it wasn't football themed, but it does feel a little like. Oh, maybe you definitely could have made it football themed. Wow, that's explaining a lot. You're very good at this, and like, how am I supposed to compete against how many years you've watched football? So it's not because of the football, though. I really like the mechanic makes sense to my brain. Yeah, but that is still. I don't know. That was persuasive for me. So imagine a football field, except not at all. At either end, you have. I don't know how many 
segments there are overall? 14-ish, you think? I, I think it's 14. I think you're... Seven. Yeah, I think there's, there's like seven four and then three. There's five on each side before you get to like the little special area. There's a number of uh, segments. And at the ends, there's two kind of like... Are there two or just one? Oh, yeah, there's two. Two, two yeah. There's, two, there's two that's like in your castle. Right. Basically. You'd have to have two because the only way to get the king in there is to be him to be on one in side between of the guard. A guard. So you have to have a place for the guard to be. How do you move these pieces that we're talking about on this football, not a football field, but on this football field? You, the gridiron? Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I am going to keep going. You have a hand of cards that match these characters. Loosely, they have numbers on them and those are the numbers you get to move them in your direction but wider than that they have some additional abilities like the wizard and the jester kind of have additional abilities as the characters they are there's some restrictions on how you can move things like the king can't move outside of the two guards can't even be in the same space as a guard can't be in the same space as a guard so he's got to stay in between them what you want to do is move the court towards your side so that you can there's a little the uh, court is the king and the guards there's a a little circle marker that starts in the middle of the game board the crown and moves towards the person who has the correct people at their end of the board so you're kind of doing a tug of war to pull that piece down to your side right. into like a kind of a scoring and zone again the crown, very the crown or the king into your scoring zone wins the game yeah very it's very football in a way that I can't now unknow. Like, there's no punting. But well, you know, I tell you what, when you when you move the Joker a lot, and then and then just grab the king with the Joker, that's a little bit like punting. Yeah, it's it's holding up better than I ever imagined. They kind of have some inherent special powers, and then the cards that you use for the king and the court also have like different ways that they work like you when you play cards you can play as many as you want and then you'll draw back up in your hand so they have to match you have to play the same type of card have to play the same type of card so you can kind of make these big moves but what's it's just a two-player game it's a tug of war i felt like when i was playing it i'd play down these cards and be like oh here comes the court and then aaron would play half as many cards and it felt like undo everything i did it you don't really get like a landslide of progress because the other person also has the opportunity to play all these cards. There's not a lot you can do that really like cements you in place. Things are kind of constantly in flux. So what I think you were better at realizing than I was, how do you get just enough leverage to kind of keep things in your favor? And I think I would more often try to do like some big move or some big push but that really wasn't stable enough to keep things on my side. It was too easy to undo it. You kind of need like this gradual tie. Yeah, so the king is an instant win, but if you get the joker or the wizard down into your scoring zone, that's when you move the crown. Yeah, you start, you get points. And so my strategy in that game is typically to, to get the crown on my side quickly, as fast as I can, and to keep it on my side, because then it puts you in a defensive stance. Like you have, yeah, to, you have to stop me from moving the crown so I can then focus on the court. And right. it's it just... And I had like it's basic football fundamentals. I had I'm the guessing. perfect cards to get the, the yeah. crown on my side of the field, and then you know we were just playing. You know. And there are there are a lot of cards. There's not there's not a good play for third and twenty. There is a great play for third and two. Yeah, you're saying some things that I I bet make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, yeah I didn't feel like 
you definitely did get that crown moving like two to your side right away. I think it was foolish that I didn't undo that. But I also just felt like, well, he's got the crown moving that way. I'll do this. But each of the pieces don't really have that same ability. Like you can't move the court that fast. They are right. sl- they, and they're just because slow. I have the two crown advantage. I can use my resources to basically un- just undo what you've done. And when you have the, I think you have to have for the. I can't remember exactly the rules. I think with the jester and the wizard, sometimes they have to be on your side in order to do their special power. I the, think at least one of one them. One of them does, yeah. The, the wizard. So then that's another kind of part of this where even if you want to kind of extend the powers, kind of create some leverage, they still have to be in the right places to and do then, that. Yeah, if you set it up, you're like, oh, I'll get the wizard. Like, oh, Aaron took the wizard back. Oh. Yeah, because you're trying to think, okay, I'm going to move the wizard and then I'm going to do this. Like, you it's to use, hard to you set to up use two wizard things. wizard cards to get the wizard on your side and then still have wizard cards remaining to use the power before I steal it back. Yeah, I really think that maybe it is better to just sort of be biding your time and really focusing on keeping things into the middle until you've got enough built up to really I mean, make a my, meaningful My entire push. focus of the game is to never play less than three cards at a time unless I'm playing two of those King's cards, which are pretty cool, where you get to move the whole court two spaces. Yeah, and as the game went on, I was starting to get a little more leverage with moving the court. Yeah. But you kind of, you have to space... You kind of have to you have to space the guards far apart so you can let the king move. So then you can pull the yeah, other. Yeah, there's guard like one power up. that like snaps the guards back to the king, and you're yes. like, ah, yeah. So you might open up the guards because you're like, all right, now I'm going to move this king, and the other person snaps it right back, and you're like, well, now this this is useless. I've I'm used not gonna... all these resources. They still have the crown on their side, right? And let's just play. I hate to kill you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is still a. It's still a good game. It's there's definitely more to it than I hate to kill you. I would say like it's a little more. It's not harder to learn, but it's just more difficult because you are doing that I, kind of. I think it's it's. I think it's more fun than I hate to kill you, but I do well, love. The I Princess think. Bride. I think this is what I think. If you're playing, I hate to kill you. No matter who you are, you're gonna do damage, and it will like be over. I think if you're playing Royal Visit, it says it's a 20 to 30 minute game. I think you, I don't know that we really hit the 30 minutes No, we play ever. But that I think one. if you don't really know what's going on, depending on who you're playing with, you might just kind of, kind of waste away in that middle ground, each one of you sort of undoing it and not getting those like leverage points. Oh, right. And I don't know that's necessarily bad, but I think it's that, you know, it's tug of war. If you're both equally strong, then it's is it just like endurance then? Like who's actually going to pull this to one side or the other? So I mean, football is largely a game of endurance. I cannot have this rethemed for you, but <laughs> and I'm I'm I would never. I don't think I ever would have bought it if it was just like called the gridiron. You've made a lot of points. That is, I can't say ruining the game for me. But I don't feel better about it. The pieces are really chunky wood yeah, as nice well. Pieces. They're like screen printed with the characters and they're slightly different shapes to match the character the outline. The mat's really nice too. I don't know if you talked about it. We talked about that already. Yeah, that it's like a tapestry. So it rolls up and is like printed on this fabric. Um, the crown token that moves back and forth between you is also like a piece of wood. The cards, I mean, look like a set of playing cards that you would want. Like they are, yeah. they're really nice cards. Like if you just had a regular deck of cards, they'd be really nice 
I will buy games for art quite often because uh, I just, you know, like looking at it. You're going to be staring at it for some amount of time. The art on this one for me is just like really well done and the component quality, just the production quality in general. But, you know, I don't know that overall. And I think it's because you have a fundamental understanding, maybe coming from football. I think I lose <laughs> this game most of the time when we play it. And it says a lot to how much I like looking at it because I will still pick it because I just like... Oh, you just I'm enjoy looking lose. at it? Yeah, because I, I, I think it's this is not one that I feel likely to hit 50-50 of a win. I think ideally you're playing with someone else, two-player game. It's I think there's a space for it to be better for luck games because if you're not evenly matched with your opponent, this is something that you and Adam, I think, have talked about before with something like chess. Like chess, yeah. And other games where if you're not really evenly matched, then it kind of stops being fun for both people. Unless you just really love winning or really don't mind losing at some point it just kind of feels like well you should be doing something else right i think this one i don't know that we're i don't know that we're moving towards being evenly matched in this game oh i have fun playing it i you know i also feel like it's quick enough and low low enough heat that we don't it's not super yeah. contentious, right? Yeah, that's true if it were longer because i still um put it this is one that we played at hitherto well like a couple weeks ago yeah and it is still a nice length of game because it's that long board. We sat at the bar. There weren't any tables Oh, yeah, that open. was a nice situation. So we sat at the bar, and it's a long board that can go in that kind of space. So in, in that sense, it's a very good coffee house, or even if you were like actually at a, at a regular bar, you know, getting beers or something like that. It's a nice shape of game to be playing with someone else, even if you're not, you can sit next to each other and play pretty easily. You don't really have to be end to end or across from one another to play the game. So yeah, I still packed it. And I still, I still like playing it. I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm very good at it. Hmm. That said, Royal Visit, Hate to Kill You. I think I would say that I like I Hate to Kill You more. Which one do you like more? Ooh, I mean, I, I like Real Visit Better as a game, but it's going to be real close because I love The Princess Bride. It's just endeared life. to you, like the theming of it. Yeah. Well, that's saying sure. a lot because you're not like the biggest theme guy. It's Iocane Powder. I bet my life on it. I wish I had more like quotes to wrap this up with you. Like it'd be like it was at the beginning. As you wish. Thank you so much for listening to episode 26. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. Have you played either of these games? Is a familiar theme persuasive in convincing you to try a game? Let us know on any of the platforms I've just mentioned. The next episode will be Adam and I discussing some of our favorite board game art, unless you're listening to these in reverse, in which case you'll hear Adam and I talking about board game collection curation goals for 2022. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.